You following the NBA controversy? Yeah? No? It's depressing. One obscure general manager of one mid-market professional basketball team, the Houston Rockets, issued one rather bland tweet upholding the struggle for democracy in Hong Kong, and all hell broke loose. Subsequent controversy tells us a lot about the health of American and Western democracy. We're not well, and we're getting sicker. The GM, Daryl Morey, tweeted out seven words, 32 characters. Fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong. So what? Big deal. Who cares what the Houston Rockets general manager thinks about anything? Who ever heard of him before? And in any case, what do you expect an American to say? Fight for dictators? Stand with China? Who should Americans be standing with? The Turks, who want to slaughter our allies, the Kurds, who we abandoned wholesale after one phone call with the Turkish strongman? Should we be standing with Xi, the Chinese authoritarian, over Chinese students fighting for democracy and freedom in that tiny island? Daryl Morey expressed a sentiment as American as basketball, as apple pie. Freedom. Fight for those who fight for freedom. It's what prominent Americans, from the president on down, should be saying every day. And it's what influential Americans should be doing every day. Promoting freedom, supporting civil rights, opposing autocrats, authoritarians, and dictators. What's more American than to fight for freedom? Predictably, China went berserk. It shows how terrified authoritarians are of that little mouse of freedom that nibbles on the legs of authoritarian rules. It didn't take long for the NBA to distance itself, not from China's outrageous action. But from Maury, saying that his comments were regrettable and deeply offended many of our fans in China. The NBA then arranged for Houston Rockets megastar James Harden to deliver this message. We apologize. We love China. We love playing there. We love their everything about them. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver tried to walk back the initial statement, but frankly, by then, we got the message. And China did too. What is really important to the NBA is money. Money above all. Money above freedom. And the coup de grace was delivered this week by none other than LeBron James, the brightest star in the galaxy of NBA stars. Speaking of Maury's tweet, James said, I just think that when you are misinformed or you are not educated about something, 
you never know what the ramifications will be. He added, we do have freedom of speech, but there can be a lot of negative things that come with that too. What? <laughs> that from a player who has taken public positions on everything and who adamantly rejects accusations from his critics that he is misinformed? This from a league that is proud of its activist players when it comes to speaking out about domestic issues? They canceled the NBA All-Star Game in North Carolina. Remember that two years ago? Over its, its anti-transgender bathroom. LeBron and many NBA stars are fierce critics of police brutality at home. They don't claim ignorance on any issue. Quite rightly, I was always proud of the NBA's approach. Players should speak their minds. I never accepted that Actors should only speak about movies and that singers should only stick to music. That clergy should stick to God in heaven rather than godlessness on earth. Or that athletes should just dribble basketballs and shut up. To the contrary, if you're a celebrity, if you have millions of followers, use your influence for good. If professional athletes want to keep quiet, I don't have any problem with that either. But of all of the professional sports leagues in America, the NBA has always laid out the boldest public positions, granting its players and owners free range to speak their minds. Until, as we now know, it dents your profits. Profits over principles. What a deep, Depressing disappointment. The curtain was pulled back to reveal nothing more than wizardry. And it's not only the NBA. Many Western companies bend the knee to Chinese authoritarianism, compromising their values and ours for deals, profits, and money. See how much easier it is to pay lip service to liberty than to actually live it? Freedom comes to us so easily nowadays that we assume it's the natural condition of society. We rarely think about the frailty of freedom, how hard it is to achieve and how quickly it can dissolve. We forget that most human beings who ever walked the face of the earth were not free. Most people today are not free. For most people, fight for freedom is not simply a tweet over morning coffee. It's a brutal and costly reality. Stand with Hong Kong is not simply a nice little expression of political correctness. It's a daily fight to thwart the grim reaper threatening to lay waste to Hong Kong democracy. We assume that we live at the end of history, when all of the great ideological battles of our times have been won. It's not so. We must be vigilant 
every generation must struggle anew. This is a central teaching of Judaism. Our sages warn that liberty is always threatened from within, our own personal weaknesses, and from without, from enemies seeking to dominate us. It's why we tell and retell the story of the Exodus. You have to tell it and retell it over and over again, all the time, generation after generation, because liberty is always fragile. It's always at risk. We are always inclined to compromise our values for fame, fortune, safety, security, and Nike shoes deals. What constitutes the bulwark of our liberty, asked Abraham Lincoln. It's not our frowning battlements, our bristling seacoasts, our army and our navy. All of these may be turned against us. Our reliance is in the love of liberty which God has planted in us. Our defense is in the spirit that prized liberty as the heritage of all. That liberty was not given to the people of this country alone, but that in due time, the weights would be lifted from the shoulders of all, and that all would have an equal chance. It's the most Jewish of sentiments. Lincoln, Washington, Jefferson, Madison, Hamilton, they inherited their love of liberty from the Jews. They were steeped in the Bible. And it was the ancient Israelites who first carved out these principles into the bedrock of Western civilization. We wrote the first chapters of the right of people to be free. A right bestowed not by pharaohs, kings, strong men, or dictators, but by God. We are endowed by our creator with the right to be free. And you shall proclaim liberty throughout the land. Do you remember where you heard that? You remember someplace in Philadelphia? Carved into the liberty bell itself. That's where the founders got it from, from Leviticus. This Jewish value constitutes the essence of the American spirit. To be an American is to love liberty. It is to spread liberty to the four corners of the globe. America is a beacon, a torch, the standard bearer of the highest hopes and noblest aspirations of mankind, the last best hope on earth. One of the reasons the Bible gives for building a sukkah is to commemorate the exodus from Egypt. Basukot shivat yamim you shall dwell in sukkahs for seven days so that future generations will know that I made the Israelites live in booths when I brought them out of the land of Egypt. Thus, Sukkot is a festival of freedom. It reminds us of the Exodus. But not only that, we are commanded to construct 
sukkahs to teach us that freedom is hard work. Remember how a sukkah is constructed? It's fragile. It offers some relief from the beating sun, but will collapse in the face of sustained assaults on its foundations. As the sukkah, this symbol of freedom is fragile, so too is freedom itself. It's hard work. The road to the promised land of freedom runs through the wilderness and is filled with frustrations, challenges, setbacks, backsliding. Freedom dies not with a bang, but with a whimper through a series of concessions to the easy and profitable over the hard and the necessary. It's completely okay to make money. It's great to make lots of money. It's fine to build your brand, strike mega deals, pursue fame and influence. It's all fine. Judaism encouraged us to enjoy life. We do not venerate hardship or poverty. To the contrary, we admire those who are successful as a result of their own honest efforts, and we encourage them to be generous with others. But remember, you have earned these blessings because of America. You have eaten of the fruit of the tree of liberty. American democracy, the American dream, these allowed for your wealth, your influence, your many gifts, your privileges. The NBA is the NBA because of America. And we stand for freedom. We must be vigilant at all times. We must work constantly to strengthen the sukkah of freedom. We forget how hard is the work. We often prefer the easy way. Only benefits, not sacrifice. We shall not resist the evils of the world if we take the easy way in all things. Mm -hmm.